Welcome to the Life Room Podcast. Real life, real Christians, real struggles. Our mission here is simple. Our desire is for everyone to understand how the Word of God is relevant to their lives. So each show, you will hear a short teaching followed by a brief discussion on how that teaching relates to you in your everyday life. So share with someone and allow God's Word to come directly into your living rooms, your cars, or maybe into your office. Welcome to the Life Room. So let's jump right into today's lesson, Acts chapter 16, verses 25 and 26 of the New Living Translation, the benefit of environment. Acts chapter 16, verse 25 through 26 of the New Living Translation. Around midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God, and the other prisoners were listening. Suddenly, there was a massive earthquake and the prison was shaken to its foundations. All the doors immediately flew open and the chains of every prisoner fell off. On our previous Life Room podcast, we discussed how everyone won't celebrate your freedom and how Paul and Silas were actually locked up because they cast out an evil spirit of a girl. And so our text today picks up with Paul and Silas now in jail. And the text indicates that it was around midnight when Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns. They had been beaten and imprisoned for doing God's work, yet they did not lose hope and begin sitting around feeling sorry for themselves because things did not work out for them the way they expected. Instead, they are praying and singing. Catch this, it's one thing to pray because oftentimes, our trials and tribulations lead us to a place where we pray more. But they are not just praying, they are singing. As if despite that all they have been through, they still have found a way to maintain their joy. They still believe that God will come through just like he said he would. And despite things not being perfect, it does not mean that he is not still in control. Someone needs to hear this today who, who can't understand why God is allowing you to go through this storm. I need you to know that he is still in control. Lord, help me that when I find myself in situations that are different than what I expected, I won't start tripping and not pray. Or even more, I won't lose my song. When I'm going through, I'll keep singing. When I don't understand your plan, Lord, help me to keep singing. What was also interesting in verse 25 is it says, and the other prisoners were listening. Don't take for granted the opportunity our trials and tribulations present. The other prisoners surely had heard about Paul and Silas who were beaten and in prison all because they prayed for a lady who had an evil spirit. These other prisoners, because of where they are, they likely share the same beliefs as those who put Paul and Silas in prison. But now here comes an opportunity, an opportunity to show how God is for us and with us, not just when everything looks good, but he is with us when things look messed up. See, so many people end up discouraged in the faith because they expect that as long as I'm with Christ, I won't end up in bad situations. The truth is, God promised to never leave us nor forsake us, not that every day would be perfect. In fact, sometimes our situations, as in this text today, gives God a platform to do what he does. 
show up and show out. And so these prisoners are listening to see how Paul and Silas will react to trouble. As believers, it's essential that we are mindful of those who are watching us, even while we're going through. Can I talk here? See, the prisoners are intrigued. Yeah, church, the world has not stopped being intrigued by our God. The problem has just been that the reaction that they have seen from us did not match what we believe. It did not match what we confess. How will you react when God orchestrates a viewing party for your enemies? Will your reaction lead others to want to worship God? Here, Paul and Silas provides an example as to how we should respond in times of trouble. Hear me. In verse 25, the prisoners are listening. Now in verse 26, they are about to experience. Listen, you cannot be in an environment that is conducive to worship and not experience anything. That is why even when you don't feel the best in your spirit, when you're feeling down and out, it is important that you put yourself around other people that will help to free you. Listen, in this next season, I can't afford to be surrounded by people who when I'm going through and I need help, they can't ever help me to get to a better place because they are always depending on me to set the atmosphere. Yeah, in this next season, you can't wait for the worship leader at your church to usher you in the spirit. You have got to lead worship at your house in order to produce an environment that is conducive to raising your children to be followers of Christ. These prisoners or in a place where they are locked up, watch this, both physically and spiritually, so they are no help to Paul and Silas. Oh, but Paul and Silas, although they are in chains, they are still free. Yeah, question for you. Can you maintain a freedom mindset in bound up situations? Yeah, that will preach right there, but that's not why I'm here. I'm here to show you the benefit of environment. In verse 26, the scripture indicates that suddenly, come on, somebody need to know that it's about to happen in a moment. Any moment now, God can do a suddenly in your life. Just because you have been suffering for a long time does not mean he can't fix it suddenly. But the scripture says, suddenly there was a massive earthquake and the prison fell to its foundation. I wish I had time to really work that. But it then says that all the doors to the prison immediately flew open and the chains of every prisoner fell off. Don't miss the good part in this text. The prisoners did nothing this entire text. It was Paul and Silas who were praying and singing songs. But the text says that all the prisoners benefited and their chains fell off too. Listen, instead of focusing so hard on trying to get people to change what they are doing, work on changing their environment first. Because in Psalm 16, it lets us know that in his presence, there is fullness of joy. We need to understand how important it is to be in environments that will allow God's presence to flow. Our text today proves that a jail cell can't stop the flow of God. I'm here to declare to you that those hospital walls can't stop the flow of God. That bad relationship, that traumatic addiction can't stop the flow of God. If we can just get those who are in need of freedom from their chains in the right environment, God will do what we can't do. 
So I implore you, I implore you today to find a place where God's spirit flows because there is a benefit to being in the right environment. Well, we hope you enjoyed today's teaching on the benefits of environment. I'm Sean. And I'm Salante. And we are your Life Room Podcast hosts. And in our discussion portion today, we want to dive deeper into the importance of environment. Because we think it's so important that we understand how much environment really matters. You know, the environment that we raise our children in, the environments that we work in, the environments that we worship in. All of these things are so important because by definition environment is the surroundings or conditions in which we operate and so it's so important that we don't operate without being in an environment that is conducive to worship because we understand that when we worship God and when we create an atmosphere that allows his presence to flow you know there's freeness there's fullness of joy there are chains that can be broken there's evil spirits that can be cast out and so it's important that we always insist that we always operate in his presence, that we don't move without him, that we don't make decisions without him, that even when we find ourselves in times where we don't understand, that we still will only be moved by his presence. I thought it was so important that Paul and Silas were able to create an atmosphere that allowed others to benefit. You know, Paul and Silas, when we think about it in the text, they were in the extreme minority, right? They were in a place, you know, where they people didn't share the same beliefs that they had and the crowd was against them. The law was against them. But somehow Paul and Silas were able to not get to the point where they thought that we were just going to negotiate the environment because people had an issue with how they chose to serve God, you know, because what, what and I had to think about it, what caused Paul and Silas to hold on to their convictions and even when they were in bad situations continue to to worship God. I believe it because they knew that there was power in the name that they cast the devil out in. There was power in the name that they prayed and sung to. And ultimately it was those who around them who were benefiting from this even when they couldn't see it, you know. And so that's why I believe it's so important that we can't even afford to give up those on those around us because even if they don't believe if we can just consistently get them in God's presence, it's like he can do, you know, what, what we can. There's sometimes, you know, where we can't change our physical situation. You know, we can't change where we are at that moment. But as Paul and Silas indicated, that although you might can't change your physical situation, you know, we can worship and we can bring God into whatever situation we find ourselves in. And that when we uh, when we can see God, you know, because God does not. You know, his presence does not just show up to a place and things remain the same. Absolutely. I agree. Um, I'll use, for example, for myself, a lot of times when I feel overwhelmed or I feel, you know, anxious, like, for example, like sometimes when I go in a grocery store and it's a lot of people and I start feeling overwhelmed, I literally will put my AirPods in and listen to some worship music. And immediately as I'm beginning to worship, I'm changing my atmosphere. I'm still in the store with all of those people surrounding me, but I'm still changing my personal atmosphere by ushering in the presence of the Lord to be with me in that moment of where I am. So even though my physical location didn't change, my situation is now beginning to change because I'm worshiping and allowing God into that space where I'm at. 
I think that's so good um, what you said that, you know, bringing, bringing him, bringing his presence to where we are, you know, and it, that's so important that wherever we find ourselves, that we make sure that we invite his presence to that place. You know, we can't we can't have church without him. We can't do nothing without him. You know, but when we invite his presence in, he, you know, his Holy Spirit provides us direction. It provides us comfort. It provides us peace that surpasses all understanding. And so Paul and Silas had a, a very mature understanding of this, you know, that they didn't fret when they found themselves in a situation that in all honesty, you know, you know, would have made, you know, the, the best of Christians be like, God, how you allow me to end up? I was doing your work. I was out here. You know, you told me to go and, you know, to cast out demons and do these things. And when I did these things, I find myself in a worse situation. And, you know, instead of fretting, they understood that, you know, maybe I don't understand the situation, but I'm going to continue to pray and sing, you know, so that I can show in that time of trouble others who are looking at us the world is looking at us to see you know we are we declaring that 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 God will deliver us and God will do these things for us but when we find ourselves in those situations will we hold on to our convictions absolutely and I think that is a powerful example of we have to bless the Lord at all times not just when things are good not when things are going the way we want to but in all things we have to give God thanks and praise him absolutely and so it's so important that we continue to guard our environment. We can't just allow people to come in and, and bring their environment. We have to be steadfast. We will worship God. We will do this. We will do that, you know, and not be afraid of being in the minority, you know, um, because like I said, they were in that position, you know, where where the crowd was against them. They They were in a position where the law was against them, but they did not allow that to change them because I think sometimes when we're going through situations like that and, and, and we're in the minority, it becomes, you know, easy for us to begin to say, well, maybe I don't have to, you know, do this or maybe I don't have to, to do that. And it's not about, you know, being so boisterous and, 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 and forcing other people to come where you are. That's not what they did. They just decided that in, in, in this place I am, I'm going to continue to worship and it benefited others. Because the, the, the text, it says that they were listening, they were watching. And so although they said nothing, they were seeing what Paul and Silas was doing. And it's also a, a huge point of showing people that God isn't limited. He's not just limited to the church, the synagogue, or wherever you deem a place of, of uh, worship. But he's everywhere. We just have to allow him to move. Absolutely. And we have to just stop stressing ourselves out so much over not being able to get people to change, you know, because that's what was demonstrated in this text. It showed nowhere where Paul and Silas were were were, were trying to, to make these prisoners, you know, do something that they weren't weren't accustomed to doing or want they something that they didn't want to do. You know, Paul and Silas understood this. It's not our job to get someone to change. It's our job to get them to Jesus. And so what they understood is that if I just create an atmosphere that allows his presence to come, that he would do the rest of the work. Jesus puts it like this in John 12 and 32. And I, if I be lifted up from the earth, will draw all men unto me. I think we would be less offended if we focus more on the environment than trying to see the results. Surely for some, you may not lead people to directly to Christ. They might not say, oh, because of him, I, I, I serve. But 
it may be your job to plant the seed. And sometimes I think we have to be okay with just planting the seed, you know, because somebody has to plant that seed of introducing them, you know, to the presence, you know. And over time, if we consistently keep them in that presence, I'm a believer that, you know, that God will do the rest. Absolutely. The word tells us that one plants, one water, but ultimately it's God that gives the increase. Absolutely. Absolutely. So that is our text today, the benefit of environment. So we hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Follow us on at theliferoomcc.com. You can follow us on Facebook. Check us out and get ready um, for the Life Room Community Church, April 2nd, 2023. So I'd lead us out in prayer, please. Father, we thank you for all that was said and done on today, God. We ask, Father, that you would bless your people, Lord, that you would open their hearts, God, and allow them to hear your word, God, and take heed to your word. Lord, we ask that you would continue to cover your people right now, Lord, in your son. Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.